Welcome to the Heart of Real Estate Podcast with Mike McFarlane and Stephen Salinas with the Mortgage Mike Group. On the podcast, Mike and Stephen discuss with top producing real estate agents what makes them successful, unique, and purpose-filled. Each episode holds a key to unlocking a door to financial freedom. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Heart of Real Estate Podcast. My name is Stephen Salinas. I'm one of the podcast hosts here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've got my partner in crime. Oh, yeah. Mike McFarlane. Yep. Right? We're the Mortgage Mike Crew. Yes, we are. We're... Uh, we we work in you know the Houston area, but we really are all over Texas. Um, and really, what we found is that there's some amazing people around us that we can learn from. Uh, one of those amazing people is Dion Randall um, with Mod Realty. Dion, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, thanks Thank for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we well, got to go back. You're listening to the right podcast. If right, Stephen, we got to we cover that because you want to be at the right podcast. So this would be if you're. Um, if you are struggling, like if you're losing clients and you're struggling with the follow-up, uh, you can all relate. Got, oh gosh. Yeah. Like, do we not know that? Um, so systems of follow-up client engagement, also, um, business planning and like beyond just like business planning, but like how do you track and keep up with it? And Dion is awesome at this, by the way. Um, so we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much. For, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. So, Dion, you have a you have a really interesting story and in how you got into real estate. Um, would you just share that with our listeners? Because I think as Stephen and I got to know you, it feels like that's the foundation upon which you really built your business. Yes, uh, it's a couple of things. I'll I'll touch real fast on both mm -hmm. of them. Okay. Uh, one of the things when I was in college, I worked for a accounting firm, and um, I was in school for accounting. And the guy, the CPA that I worked for, I was his administrative assistant. And he basically had his hands on all investments in real estate, everything in real estate, flipping houses. He owned apartment complexes, uh, convenience stores, motels, you name it. He, wow. he He's done all of that. So he was my inspiration. I wanted to invest, but I didn't have the money uh, to invest. But I was very attractive to real estate. Uh, another story is when I bought my first house, I was 25 years old and the real estate representation that I received was poor. Mm. And, you know, this is a big investment that people are making. And I just think they should have proper representation. Um, I didn't get an inspection. We didn't do a final walkthrough of the house. We did. We did nothing. And you wow. didn't know any better. I didn't yeah. know any better. I thought this is the way that real estate was to yeah. Done. yeah. Right. So you trusted somebody. Yes. And then I trusted someone and basically they failed me. Yeah. Yes. So I know wow. you told us when you, you got into the house, right? You closed and oh, you showed up and I cried. And <laughs> so you I was walked basically, in, I fell in cried. love with the stuff that the other owner, owners had their furniture. I was like, Oh, this is so pretty. I was just so oblivious to, what really went on with the transaction, even from the loan process, they just told mm -hmm. me, get this loan mm -hmm. and this is what you do. I didn't have options. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was a 20% down. I put down 20%. Wow. So I got in the house. I spent most of my savings putting down the money and I couldn't renovate it. So we took home Depot classes and bought stuff and waited two and three months to actually do the repairs ourselves. Yeah. 
But yeah, wow. that was the story. You got a crash course in flipping, and you probably weren't <laughs> expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting right? it at all. You just you just had to change your current situation. You're yes. Like, it cannot be this way. So you said you, you took Home Depot classes? Is that what you I said? I did. To wow. Lay, to lay towel. And, and back then, uh, we were doing wallpaper. But also... I mean, wallpaper is back, though. Right, it is. I it know. Is my, my wife, I'm like, we're not putting that in our house. <laughs> we were this close to putting some wallpaper in our nursery. <laughs> yeah. We were close. Yes. And I was like, maybe next time around. But that's such a cool story. Were you alone in, in doing this? Did you have any help? No, I, I was I was married, but we were both young. Okay. And we were making this purchase, and we were just like, yes, we're going to be a homeowner. We were excited yeah. about that. Yes. Wow. Wow. And so... Looking back, you know, I know you've, how long have you been in the real estate industry? Uh, this is my 21st year. 21st year. And this yes. is also the one year, we just almost landed on the one year anniversary yes. of, of your new, February new brokerage. February 11th, I okay. opened my doors, doors mm-hmm. to Mod Realty and I am the broker owner of Mod Realty. I love it. Why Mod Realty? Mod. Um, I just thought about the person that I am and I'm always looking to elevate and always looking okay. to find new innovative ways to do business. And MOD stands for the modern way to buy and sell real estate. So just we're always trendy. We're trying to stay up with the trends uh, in the real estate market. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. That's so great. Yeah. So we you had talked to, or you had mentioned some um, before about just systems of follow-up, right? So if we're, if we're thinking, all right, how do we engage with the client today, right? The modern way of engaging with the client yes. looking, cause I mean, in the past it was, it was oh. like, right. I mean, it was, it's different the way that we engage with our clients and, and yes. is the same and different at the same time, mm-hmm. but it's not like it was 10, 15 years no, ago. Absolutely not. So how is that modern? What does that no. modern look for so, you guys? Uh, we have like uh cloud-based systems. Okay. Everything is done cloud-based, a paperless office. Okay. Transactions are done through the cloud-based system. Uh, we just put a lot of modern things into play, mm-hmm. how we market our listings, how we uh, talk to our buyers, the things, the, the, the tools that we put in place mm-hmm. to help out realtors yeah. to get new business. Right. Yes. I love it. I know. I think the worst feeling, and I, I think we can all relate being in this industry, is... Um, you know, helping, helping someone start the process, you put yeah. the time and effort into the, into it, you care for them, learn their story. And then they're saying, Hey, maybe I'll, I'll purchase in six months. Right. Yes. So they say, okay, six months. And then at that point, it's really up to you to follow up with them. I mean, without a system, um, you mentioned that, you know, people can just easily forget about you. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So we have a CRM in place. Okay. Um, we encourage people who have teams in our office to actually put a CRM in place, but we also have one for the brokerage where uh, realtors can stay on track, keep their clients' information in our system. It's also connected to our website. I think the, the thing that realtors need to understand, and well, anybody in this industry, you have to nurture people. You have to stay in, mm-hmm. in contact with them. You have to just keep in touch. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just with people who are waiting to buy, but some of your past clients, they're looking to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to stay in touch and just nurture that client. How do you do that? What does that look like when you, when you stay in touch with, um, let's just say like a past client, how, what does that, what does that system look like beyond just 
um, maybe just an email? Is, is it bigger it's than that? It's a personal that? touch. Okay. We do a lot of Popeyes or we do personal touch. We do a lot of raffles. Mm-hmm. Like for uh, Valentine's Day, we raffled off uh, a $300 gift to- gift card to Maestro's. Great. And so for uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, we give away stuff. Mm -hmm. We do a 12 days of Christmas raffle. Uh, For Thanksgiving, we give away pies. Yeah. So it's just staying in touch. It is remember the client after the transaction. Yeah. After you made money to continuously stay in connection with that client. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just a phone call, you never know when you could be a blessing to someone where I pick up the phone and I basically say, Hey, how are you doing? How's your kids? And you never know when somebody that just needs that phone call. Yeah. So true. They need that. They need that connection. You, um, you said that one of you, the, like your routine in the morning, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I think if you're looking to be a blessing, you have to be grounded. Before I pick up my phone, we're, we're guilty as a society. The first thing we do is look at our cell phones, our social media, mm-hmm. our emails, our text messages. Before I pick up the phone, I say a prayer. Um, nice. I truly believe that God has put me in this position to bless others. And he, he's just, I mean, I could write a book about my life and the journey that I've experienced, not just in real estate, but in life. And God has had his hands on me the whole time. Mm. And I like to pray. I pray. I think it's important to um, just have a a deeper connection in life with just not just the business, but a deeper connection with the higher being. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And just praying before. um, Yeah. Just being a blessing. Right. Like, Lord, how can use I'm a vessel. Use me today. You know, because we are. We, in our work that we get to do, get to do a lot of phone calls, um, which which is interesting because we get into it because we're people people. But then yeah. also that becomes like those phone calls can also become an impediment, right? Absolutely. In that mindset of, okay, I'm a, Lord, I, use me to be a blessing to somebody today. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, right. And then the chance to, um, maybe you've caught them in a moment where they do need prayer and oh, you're able to come I've, alongside I've them. so many moments like that. Yeah. 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 And that takes the relationship beyond just a transaction. Yeah. And it takes it into a deeper place of friendship. It, right. Wow. Yes. Let me say this too. We, at one point, one year we had, we have about 900 people in our database Goodness. that we've, I've actually sold a property to one of my team members or I did. Um, so anybody that is my client, I actually take them the pie myself. I don't have a service. I go deliver it. One year I was like, oh my, I was so stressed out. I had, <laughs> I had almost 200 pies to deliver. Oh my oh, wow. And my clients were like, oh, I feel so bad. And I'm like, no, it's a once in a lifetime thing for me to come out and actually let them see my face. I haven't seen them in years. Right. And just to have that connection. Right. And I don't just sell in one area. I sell all, all over Houston. Goodness. You almost you have to put together like an Amazon, like an Amazon route I'm like, hey, around Houston. Get a pie before Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> Just Freeze be ready. Yes. Yeah. But wow. I spent about three or four days doing that. Yeah. Wow. I think starting your day with perspective like that, it gives you, it gives you opportunity to see people and, and nurture them. Like you said, cause you almost, you kind of see yourself in them yes. in a way, you know, realizing that we're all, you know, just kind of, we don't have it all figured out. We're always learning and always we need, learning. we need help and you know, we need some grace <laughs> to extend yeah. grace to people. And yeah, I think starting your day like that, that's so important. I yes. really, I really like that. So 
as you as you kind of start your day like that, let's transition into maybe talking about how you um, start business planning. You know, whenever you're you're putting together a business plan, uh, maybe talk about like what you've done recently for 2023. Yes. I'd love to hear you know how you put it together, and also how do you stay um, true to that plan? Because I think we all. I mean, we all have great big goals and aspirations, but I think we all kind of struggle with, you know, staying, staying true with the day-to-day things. Tell us about that. So what I do is, so let me first say my brokerage is a full service brokerage. I still have my team and, um, we're one year in it. So my team is still keeping the business afloat, Mm -hmm. but I do have individual agents as well. But as far as my team goes, uh, what we do is, Every December, everybody, even me, including me, we get in a team huddle and we do a business plan. We do a SWOT analysis. Um, and anybody who doesn't know what a SWOT analysis analysis is, it basically is you critiquing you and your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities that you may have or your threats. Mm-hmm. So we do a SWOT analysis on ourselves, and we kind of have an open forum about it mm-hmm. and what can we do to make ourselves better. And, you know, this is, a, it's, it's not just a SWOT analysis is not just for business or that business plan is also for yourself. Yeah. For we life. talk about family, faith. We talk about how are you going to be a better person? That's so great. And if you start wow. with your core, I think it helps you to develop in a better person mm-hmm. on the business end. Yeah. So we do that. And then, I'm like their accountability partner and I make sure that they stick to their plan to reach their goals. And so it's goal setting. It's a business plan. It's them critiquing themselves mm-hmm. and what are they going to do more of? What are they going to do less of? And just making them be accountable for what they, what they put yeah. on that paper. I, I love how you look at it, not from just the business perspective mm-hmm. through the life perspective. Oh, you right. have a good core. Yeah, you your have core to. is good. Your yeah. business is going to be just as well. Well, it takes care yes. of itself, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're so we saw out of whack that we're so focused on business and we forget about are we connected spiritually the way we need to be? Are we connected yes. to family? Are we connected to health? Are we connected to our finances? Yes. Right. Those things are um, are all foundational. You said, like you said, core. Yeah. Um, and I think too many times we just everybody. If, oh, I'm going to build a business plan. Well, that's great. What about your personal plan? Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. ours is all in one. We put it together. That. I love that. So, um, so from like, so from a, a, the standpoint of accountability, right? Then there's this kind of tracking piece. Yes. What it, What does accountability and tracking look like for you? For your agents that you work with them, like how do you how do you review yourself? How do you how do you coach your agents? What does that system so, and process look like? I, I'm the type of person just for self. Uh, I'm my biggest critic and I kind of always look at myself in the mirror and like, okay, like I'll put it to you like this. We, we have an awesome CRM system that is connected to our website Mm -hmm. that it captures leads. So, uh, we also have an inside salesperson and our numbers were a little bit low. And so when I had the meeting with them, I'm like, listen, our numbers are low. You see what closings we're having. We need to do something better. But I didn't just look at her and say, she's not doing what she's supposed to do. I also looked at, let me figure out how I can help her. Right. 
it may be some blocks. It may be, and a part of it is um, one of the office space, the space we had her in, it just didn't have windows and, and stuff. And oh. I just felt like yes. so I moved her and I found her something better. I moved her. So I don't just point the finger. I also mm-hmm. look at things I could do right. to better help my agent. Yeah. How do you set them up for success? And so sometimes they don't even know the impediments, right? Like you said, it's, it's like a, I'm in a, it's a room without I light. Put in place. Yeah. I put great systems in place for them. Um, I offer training. We also have uh, what is called Mod Academy. Mm-hmm. And so we have a training program. So they have accessibility so they can go to the, the academy and find different programs to wow. benefit them. Uh, as far as, and it, it goes deeper. It's like um, dealing with difficult clients. Yeah. It's not just how to work social media. Right. How to work HAR. It's not just things that you would think. Mm-hmm. It's going deeper because sometimes if, you could be having a, a bad day because you had difficult clients and you don't know how to handle it. So we have programs to teach you how to deal with difficult clients. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, now I wrote down, I wrote down in my notes when we talked earlier, just train, educate and professional. Absolutely. Right. And, you hit it. and so you like, when yes. you said that, that just triggered that. It's like, Oh my gosh, that's right. Dion is, was talking about, um, you got to train people. You've got to educate them we're here professionally. Right. Yes. So, and that's, I think that goes really well with mod, yes, it does. right. That, that complements you so well and that complements your company yes. uh, so well. So you bring those resources to your agents. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because awesome. really your team and the people that are in your, in your brokerage, they're almost a reflection of you in a lot of ways, you know, cause you're, try. you're training them. Um, you're, you're teaching them, you know, the right ways to do things. You also mentioned um, it's okay for them to think outside the box. You have so many people that in every aspect of life that they go to school and they just learn and they're like, oh, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. You got to be an outside of the box thinker. Mm -hmm. You can't just, the instructors are meant to teach you this is what you do. You do this, you do that. Mm -hmm. As long as it's legal, (laughs) think outside the (laughs) box to get deals done. I mean, I've had to help builders, loan officers think outside the box and it's ridiculous. And I think as a real estate agent, realtors need to understand that we are the only people that are connected to everybody in the transaction. We talk to the loan officers. We talk to the title companies. We talk to the um, appraisers, the inspectors, the other agents. We are that core of real estate. And sometimes we have to be the ones to think differently. We have to be the ones to say, hey, Mr. Loan Officer, if my client is to do this, this, and that, can we get the deal done? And as a team, we work together to make things happen. Because it may be stuff that the loan officer doesn't know about the client that Yeah, you just have to talk about it. And we have to go to you to say, hey, what about this? And you say, okay, yeah, we could do that. Right. Uh, the client never told you, but they told us. Interesting. So yeah. just thinking outside the box. Yeah, that's so important. I mean, that's why it's important to have partners that are like like minded and like hearted. Because they I mean, in the in the perfect world, everybody that you're working with on a transaction does think outside the box, you know, solves problems without even bringing it up. But we, we both know that yeah. that is not a reality. Not the perfect. <laughs> right. it's not. It'd be nice. But yeah. Perfect doesn't exist. Yeah. And so that's where training and educating. Yes. Um, yeah. Taking ownership 
of the client and the transaction and the experience, yeah. right? Because in the end, we're creating an experience for the client. And see, I, uh, my, part of my training is, like, we do have online classes, but when I instruct, it's a little bit different because it's the raw stuff. It's the core stuff. I'm not just sitting here saying A plus uh, one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the things that get you by, like the real stuff yeah. in real estate. Right. The mm. things that you really, the day-to-day operations, the things that you're going to deal with. I help people build teams. I help people to be successful in real estate. Yeah. Well, 26 years of experience with- 20, 21. 20, I'm sorry, 21. 21. Sorry, 21. Let me just, don't want you bad there. So, <laughs> it's a 21 years of experience in starting off on your own, building your team. Gosh, launching off out of Remax, right? I mean, that was a yeah, big deal I for you. Yeah, I was with Remax for 19 and a half years. And I mean, that's- I was That's planning, the chunk was of like, your career. 19 oh, yeah. and a half years. And it was like, should I, should I, should I? Should I stay or should, should I? Should I leave? <laughs> should I stay? And so I had some milestones, some birthday milestones, and we won't talk about that. <laughs> and milestones with uh, last year being my 20th year in business. And I picked an office. We're in the Upper Kirby area. And I picked an office that was not ready. It was a Pilates studio. Mm-hmm. And we had to design it. And then we finally got the walls up. We still had the tape all on walls where they needed to come back. And I was like, God just told me. He's like, move. And I moved and I had like a little uh, TV TV tray <laughs> as my desk. <laughs> Two TV trays. One for my papers and one for my desk. And I moved February 11th of 2022. And I moved without getting all my awards because I had a killer 21 year. Right. I was just like, it wasn't important to me. Yeah. What was important was my mission and my goal for my company and to get that started. What is that mission? I have for, for me, the mission is to train realtors Mm -hmm. to teach, Mm -hmm. to give the knowledge that I have to these people that are coming in that are clueless. Yeah. um, To restructure some of the people that's been in the, the business of wild that's learned wrong mm-hmm. and yeah. just to give just to really, really, I, I care about people. I care about the transactions. I care about the realtor success and just to give knowledge to anyone who opens up uh, yeah. my door. Yeah. I think that goes back to, if I try, draw it back, it would go back to that experience of buying your first home. Oh, right. Yes. And that, that, that kind of the trauma Right. I'm oh, like, it was oh trauma. my gosh. And then, right. <laughs> you don't know. It was so much trauma, <laughs> but you know, oh. you learn from your, your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I never went through that, I wouldn't feel so passionate Yeah. about where I am today. Yeah. Cause if you moved in and it was a perfectly furnished home that had everything oh, that I you wanted, I had the best real estate agent and you probably, and wouldn't, you probably wouldn't have be just like that person. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have maybe not even gotten into the, you just the industry a, you would or, be in accounting somewhere. And maybe no, no, I wouldn't no. <laughs> anything else. <laughs> I, you start, you start working in your field and you're like, Oh, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yes. But I wouldn't wow. have been in that. I think I still would have been in real estate, but I definitely would have probably had a different mindset Yeah. that this is how you're supposed to do real estate. Mm-hmm. And this was a good agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Cause you learn from two ways. You either learn what not to do or, you know, learn, you know, what, what to do. And I yes. think, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems like that experience, it puts some drive and it puts some kind of healthy, 
you know, fire behind you it just did. to just to do something different. Yeah, that was the initial. There's a lot of things that happened on my journey that um, put my mindset where it is today. And I'm very appreciative of all the mistakes, the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. of life, personal work, yeah. all of it, because it brought me where I am today. That's awesome. Personal. What a blessing. As we wrap things up, I always like to ask this question. Yeah. Um, I want you to, Dion, I want you to imagine that you were invited to, you know, this this real estate conference um, in a place that you've always wanted to go. You know, it's a big, big conference. Real estate agents, real estate professionals are coming from around the globe to come to this conference and they invite you to be um, to be one of the speakers and they um, they want you to share, you know, what does it mean to be professional in this business? What would you say to to this group of people that are looking to be professional um, to to change what they're doing? Um, I would say appreciate the business that comes to you. Um, being professional means being appreciative to me. It is we have forty thousand agents in the Houston metropolitan area. You got to stand out. And a part of standing out is you got to decide what your core market is and you got to be what your core market is. You can't say, I want million dollar listings and you're not acting as if that that's what you want. Um, I think um, being professional means being professional in the market that you're targeting. If you were to sell boats, I think it would be perfectly professional to have shorts on while showing the boats. Mm-hmm. If I want to sell million-dollar properties, I think it's, you got to look professional. you got to look like you want to sell the million-dollar properties. If you want to deal with single mothers, I think it is okay to look like a mom. Yeah. And so it just depends on what your target market is. Wow. I think that's great. I think like what you said, being appreciative of what you have and also, you know, knowing, knowing you're going for, yeah. Knowing like your identity, where you want to be and matching your environment, you know, being, being, you know, all things to all people, you know, where you want to be. Absolutely. I love that. Well, I think, I think, um, Mike and I can agree. You're one of the most professional, you know, people that we know in the industry. Yes. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. We're thankful just to hear your story. I know, you have a mission to educate, um, you know, the people that are working with you and working alongside you. Yes. Um, one of the the slogans of this podcast is bringing people together. So our hope is that you know our listeners that want to grow um, and being professional want to you know want to be challenged um, to reach out to Dion because um, yes. she she can share a lot and oh, and give a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you guys for having me. It was uh, it was so amazing for you guys to reach out to me to ask me to come on. I'm yeah. very appreciate, well, appreciative of it. We are, we are yes. so grateful for you. I'm that glad for the share. connection. I'm so glad we got yeah. to meet you. Yeah. It's what a blessing for us. So yes. what yeah. a blessing. Yeah. And that's it. So yeah. uh, there's a wrap on this show. Um, yeah. If you want to like, we just ask people to know, like comment, subscribe, like all those things that you got to do, share, share this with a couple people would love that subscribe to the show and uh yeah we'll see you on the next edition of the harder real estate podcast see you next time all right thank you for listening to the harder real estate podcast if you found this episode thought-provoking and helpful do us a favor and share it with two of your friends 
Also, feel free to leave any comments or reviews. And if you want to learn more about the Mortgage Mike Group, reach out. We'd love to connect. 